You're listening to the Gospel Project for Students Weekly Leader Training, helping you lead your students in their journey through the storyline of Scripture. Hey, my name is Drew Dixon. I'm the team leader for student ongoing Bible studies at Lifeway, and you're listening to the Gospel Project for Student Leader Training podcast. And so in these podcasts, we kind of work through the lesson a little bit, give you some tips, help you be prepared to teach whenever your groups meet, whether that's Sunday morning or another day throughout the week. But uh, we are, this it's Easter, so if you're following our suggested use dates, this is a special date on the calendar, obviously, because it's Easter. So we're looking at John 20, 11 through 18. This is the fifth, the fifth session of uh, our spring study, and it's, it's, it's in Unit 31, and it's titled From Despair to Joy. And so I hope you're having a great Easter. I hope you're prepared to talk to your students about about the significance of Jesus' resurrection. So our main point is that Jesus' resurrection turns our sorrow into joy. So there's much we could talk about when it comes to the resurrection, the theological significance of it, what Jesus accomplished by rising from the dead. Um, By rising from the dead, Jesus uh, tells us something about our future. He, uh, Paul describes him as the firstborn from the dead, which means he's and he talks about the first fruits of Jesus' resurrection as well, which means he's the first person to ever rise from the dead. No one's ever done this. And there's a handful of stories in the Old Testament about people who were raised from the dead, how God used Elijah to raise a widow from the dead, and so on. Um, but this is the first time someone in their own power has risen from the dead who has risen from the grave. This is a super unique circumstance in human history. Nobody has done this. Nobody does this. This is not something that we get to do. We don't get to cheat death. Death is this oppressive, um, awful reality of life. It's it, And it's coming for all of us. It's something we don't like to think about, and it's certainly something that most teenagers don't like to think about or talk about, but it's a reality that we have to face. It's part of our life in this fallen world, and we need to come to terms with it. But this study um, focuses less maybe on the theological side of it and more on the personal side of it. While God accomplishes, uh, finalizes in a sense our salvation uh, our, 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 in our future and, and gives us a promise of future resurrection where one day we will rise from the dead um, bodily to be with Jesus in the new heavens and the new earth. Uh, while that is a wonderful promise that comes from Jesus' resurrection, this passage kind of focuses more on the personal side of that, how through the resurrection, Jesus uh, meets us in our sorrow uh, at life in this broken world. There is no one, and and, and by the way, um, sometimes there's no one who, who doesn't face the difficulty, the suffering, the oppressive nature of death. And by the way, I think it's really important that we say that death is oppressive. Yes, as Christians, we have hope for a bright future. We have hope for a future resurrection, but that doesn't mean that death isn't really difficult in the moment. Uh, we see this in Jesus's ministry to um, to to Mary and Martha when their brother Lazarus died. Instead of going directly to the tomb and raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus meets them in their suffering and weeps with them, right? That was a deliberate act on behalf of Jesus. And in that moment when he, when he, when he weeps with them, he's saying to them, yes, death is painful. And he's, he's suffering with those who suffer. He's weeping with those who weep. He's doing what he calls us to do, and that's to, to meet people in their suffering and love them. So it's important to recognize that, yes, while we have hope of a future resurrection, that doesn't mean that death isn't painful. And we should never just um, tell people to stop, you know, 
uh, feeling the pain of death. It's important that we feel it. Jesus did, right? It's it's important that we not tell people who are suffering just to get over it because you know, hey, we have a future resurrection. Um, it's important that we that we meet them and we love them. Jesus met Mary Magdalene at the tomb, right? She's coming there. She doesn't understand what's going on. She's facing heartache and grief. And and Jesus meets her in her heartache and grief, and even sends an angel there to meet her in her heartache and grief. So there's a question in your leader guide that I would turn your attention to, and it's on page 44, and it says, How has God used others to comfort you, and how can God use you to comfort others? Um, I think this story reveals how the resurrection changes our perspective on suffering and death, but also I think it challenges us to think about um, the gifts God has given us to deal with pain and suffering in a broken world. He's given us other people that we can lean on and, and get help from, but he's also empowered us to give help and comfort to others. Um, so it says in verse 18, Mary goes on to report that she has seen the Lord. Um, and, and it says, can you hear the joy in her voice? Encountering the resurrected Jesus makes all the difference in this world of pain and brokenness. It reminds us that this, our current experience of life, our suffering, whatever you're going through, this is not the end. And death and sorrow will not have the final word. Um, Gavin Ortland once tweeted, Easter is the end of history, reinserted back into the middle of history. So when we see the reason Jesus, we know what is to come. Jesus' resurrection from the dead changes everything because it changes our future. We have a beautiful, glorious, resurrected, redeemed, renewed future. That's what we have to look forward to. And so that changes our perspective on the here and now. It opens our eyes to the reality that God is at work in our lives despite how frustrating, difficult, and full of sorrow things are right now. Things will be better. There's a resurrected, renewed future for us. There is hope for us that changes, deeply changes our perspective on the present and can turn our sorrow to joy. doesn't mean that we shouldn't feel sorrow. It's important that we do feel sorrow. Um, the brokenness of our world should break our hearts, and the brokenness of the lives of the people around us should break us, our hearts and move us to share the hope of resurrection, the hope of the resurrected Jesus with those people. So let's help our students think through what that might look like for them this week. Um, the resurrection of Jesus is really, really, really good news. Let's unpack, let's take some time to think about what that looks practically, how this changes your student's perspective on the things they're going to be doing day in and day out. Uh, thanks for your time. We'll see you again next week.